Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Angela Pauls with Buzz Franchise Brands. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Buzz. How are you serving folks? So Buzz Franchise Brands, we're a multi-brand franchising company, and our current um, brand portfolio includes Pool Scouts, which is a residential pool cleaning franchise. Home Clean Heroes, which is residential house cleaning, and British Swim School, which is water safety and swim instruction for um, kids and adults of all ages. Now, what was the uh, kind of how did the the company get started? Did it start in one brand and then evolved into these others, or uh, was it built to be a conglomerate all along? Yeah, it actually it did start as one brand. In fact, our fr- our founding brand was Mosquito Joe, and it's um, that started in 2012 when um, our CEO Kevin Wilson um, purchased a, a local mosquito control business that was operating in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area, um, called Mosquito Joe, and um, was working with the founders to expand the business through franchising. And so he recruited. Um, the, our initial corporate team of about five people, myself included. Um, and we were really tasked with taking that local business that had two trucks operating and a few hundred customers and um, turned it into what became a, a, one of the fastest growing franchises, especially in the home services space. Um, we grew that business to over 350 locations and, um, and eventually sold it in 2018 um, to Neighborly. So um, along the way, in about 2015, we sort of transitioned into a multi-brand strategy, and that was really kind of the birth of of the parent company of Buzz Franchise Brands. And and really, we we saw what we were doing with Mosquito Joe, and we just felt like we could serve in other ways. We had a really strong team, some really strong systems in place, and so um, in 2016, we launched Pool Scouts and both with the local operation that we operated and a franchising effort simultaneously. Um, and then just about a year later, we launched a local operation for Home Clean Heroes and began franchising that business in 2018, um, which was the same year, as I mentioned, that we sold Mosquito Joe. Um, and then in 2019, we acquired British Swim School. So that's how we got to three brands currently. And, um, you know, our intent is to continue to build additional brands over the years to come. We sort of put everything on on pause as far as larger um, brand portfolio growth during COVID so that we could really focus on our existing franchisees and everything that they were going through and the additional support that they needed during that time. But um, now that everybody's back up and operating and things are um, turning more normal than they have been in, in the last few years, uh, we're ready to, to continue to build on that as well. And the name Buzz is an homage to the beginnings at Mosquito Joe's? 
it's a bit of it's a bit of both. It's kind of a nice tie to that, but we also, um, you know, our our tagline is that we build build companies that get people talking, and so just kind of being the the buzz. We're very people oriented businesses. You know, all of our brands are service focused businesses, and so it's really that building the buzz in the communities through the services that we're providing. Now, um, I'm seeing more and more kind of. Um, clusters of brands around a certain type of customer. Is that kind of your strategy in that this in this home services space, uh, a customer to one of your brands might be a customer to, you know, all of your brands? Potentially. Yeah, we definitely started in the home services space. Um, Mosquito Joe, Pool Scouts and Home Clean Heroes, all very much home service focused. British Swim School was a bit of a divergence from that, but um, in that it's not a home service, but it is still bringing our services to people. Um, and the consumer doesn't look that different from those in our other brands. So we certainly look for opportunities to have customers who would fit multiple of our brands. Um, but we also don't try to force that relationship Um we in in markets where we have multiple operating brands, we certainly provide all the support and materials to make sure that people are aware that we have sister brands, um, and there may be some promotional opportunities around that. But we don't want to lose the core consumer for each of our individual brands or that core message either. So it's I think there's a bit of a balance there between maintaining that authenticity and being able to encourage people that, you know, if you're happy working with us in this capacity with this brand, you know, and we're cleaning your house and you also have a pool, we can help you there as well. Now, does that help in the acquisition of franchisees to, for, to give them a path to create multiple revenue streams with kind of that economies of scale of the customer acquisition? Yeah, it is certainly something that's out there. We don't have, we only have a couple franchisees at this point that are operating more than one brand. Um, and it's, it's again, one of those things where we want to see a franchisee typically come in with focused on one brand and really get them successful in that space first and then look at, okay, what are ways that we can continue to build on your business? Is it opening additional territories of that particular brand and growing that way? Or is it adding a complementary brand in your area and growing that way? There's a few different options there. So we'll work with franchisees to figure out what's the best fit for them. Now, is part of your secret sauce the ability to um, identify and acquire franchisees? Is that what makes you special at Buzz? Is that part of what differentiates you? Or is your ability to kind of create these brands that um, the consumer uh, gravitates towards? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm a marketing person, so I'm pretty um, biased in that regard, but I would say that I think our marketing is something that differentiates us. We put a lot of emphasis into the brands that we build from the start. We do a lot of, um, research, consumer research, and to get, to get our brand set up strong for success from the start. And then we've built, essentially an in-house agency of um, support. And so we have a digital team, we have a creative team that that's capabilities go from everything designed to video and, and photography. Um, we've got a direct mail marketing team, and then we've got brand dedicated marketing teams that really help our franchisees focus on local marketing efforts, like building partnerships and um, getting out there in their communities. 
And so even when we have a new emerging brand that may only have, you know, five core people on the team, they're leveraging all these shared services marketing resources to give them an additional, you know, maybe 10 people who are also supporting that brand. Um, so it is, it's a lot of being able to have some good in-house expertise um, across the different functions of marketing that I think really supports uh, us and our franchisees being successful when it comes to customer recruitment and, and even just building the relationships with consumers beyond um, the initial acquisition as well. Now, any advice for an emerging franchise that's out there that is maybe at the beginning stages, you have a lot of track record and probably scar tissue of launching a new <laughs> brand. Is there some kind of do's and don'ts you've learned over the years that help a uh, emerging franchise, you know, maybe get that escape velocity they need to really, you know, have that explosive growth that you've experienced? There's a few things that come to mind. I mean, I think part of it is really hiring the right people. And, um, and I think that goes functionally speaking, but also culturally speaking, you want to build a team of people who really believes in what they're doing and who really cares about your company's mission. Um, you know, our mission at BFB is to enable people to realize their dreams. And that goes through, um, you know, largely through our franchisees having the business ownership opportunity. But it's really important that all of our corporate team who's supporting our franchisees believes in that mission as well, and that they really care and see their own personal contribution um, through their role to supporting the franchisees. Um, so that's one thing I would say is, you know, hire slow, I guess, as they say, make good, make good decisions there. Um, and then I think just be very aware of your situation and know that things may change and evolve as your your brand grows. So, you know, when we started out with Mosquito Joe and there were five of us, I wasn't running an in-house agency at that point. I was outsourcing a lot of what we were doing from a marketing perspective because I was the only marketing resource. Um However, as our brand was growing and we were able to add more in-house support, we were able to over time sort of transition and bring more services in-house um, and kind of pick and choose what was outsourced first versus handled in-house. So I think sometimes it can be tempting as a, an emerging brand to go out and ask everybody else what they're doing, who's really successful, and then mirror that to a T. And sometimes that's just not realistic depending on um, where you are in that stage of growth for your brand. So I think being very aware of that. And then the last thing I would say is staying very focused on your customer, knowing who that person is, um, communicating with them regularly, you know, sending them um, surveys after every service that you're doing so that you know um, where, where operations are going well, where there's opportunities for improvements, what you could do better to help retain them for a longer period of time or get them to um, maybe increase their spend and in, in what they're doing with you. Um, but you, you don't want to make assumptions on that sort of thing. And that can also change over time. So it shouldn't be a one-time communication, but making sure that you're very focused on, on that. So whether you're doing surveys or focus groups or, um, or a variety of things, make sure that you, you're always staying in touch with who that 
customer is and and prioritizing that as you think about the decisions that you make growing your brand. Now, from a tactical standpoint in marketing, is there certain things that you see that emerging brands aren't kind of leveraging to the uh, degree that you would recommend? Like, are they leaning too heavily maybe on digital marketing and they should be focusing on maybe more partnerships uh, amongst, you know, human to human uh, relationships and leverage those kind of things? Or, or is there something that you see uh, out there that you wish people would do more of? Yeah, that's a great question. And I do think there is a tendency, you know, everything really has gone digital in a lot of ways. And so that does tend to be our first place to go from a marketing perspective. And I see everybody throwing all their eggs in that digital basket. Um, but the reality is, there's there's still not a silver bullet when it comes to marketing. And um, the old adage of the, the rule of seven still applies where consumers, it's going to take seeing your message several different times and in several different places before they're going to take action. And, and I would say that, that the, the current version of that is probably more like the rule of 25 or something with the amount of uh, media impressions that we're exposed to on a daily basis. So you don't want to count on the only place that you're finding consumers to be online. You want people to certainly see messages online, and that's a great place to communicate with people because we're spending so much time there. But also, you know, as you're uh, being active in the community, people still want to do business with people. That has not changed. And so if you've got opportunities to have a face-to-face -face conversation with someone who could be a potential customer, you're building a much stronger and more personal relationship from the start. And that's going to be the kind of customer who feels like they know your brand and have a different level of loyalty to your brand. That's going to be the one that's telling their friends and referring other people to you. And, and by nature, those referred customers are, are also going to be tend to be more loyal. So I definitely think local marketing is key in making sure that your franchisees feel comfortable and empowered to go out there and know how to speak about their business and where to speak about their business and what some of those um, partnerships that they should pursue are. Um, because I think that's that's probably one of the most important things is just remembering that that people still want to do business with people. So the more that you can personalize that experience, the better. And and that's really, I think, one of the key learnings that a franchisee has to, um, that mindset has to shift in terms of that's something that they have to do a lot of that kind of boots on the ground work of building those relationships. And it's, it's not something that uh, corporate can just run blanket ads and, and that's going to be some magic ticket to success. It, it requires, it's a team, you know. Exactly. And that's one of the things, you know, when I have new franchisees come through training, a lot of them ask, you know, what is it that makes your most successful franchisees? What are they doing different than than those that are, you know, maybe just trucking along? And and I always say it's the ones that that get out there and are active. And if you are not the kind of person who is very social or is a very comfortable networker or has the time to get out there and do things, that's okay. But then you should definitely find someone that can do that for your business if it's not you. So whether you're you know, hiring someone, whether you're getting 
a college intern or, or somebody who is really passionate about representing your business and believes in your mission and loves speaking with people and is going to be the brand ambassador out there wearing your um, branded polo and going and interacting in places where your customers will be. That's really essential. Right. It's hard to um, kind of... Uh outsource that that's if you're going to outsource it they you have to outsource it to somebody who is willing to be that evangelist that's out there human to human uh representing the brand you need the brand uh ubiquity to a certain degree in order to get those 7 to 25 impressions so they can make a informed buying decision so it's going to happen one way or another either you're going to pay for it in terms of running a million ads or you're going to pay for it in terms of hiring the right person, or you're going to pay for it in terms of your time being out there, being that ambassador. Exactly. And it's probably going to be a combination of, of all of the above. But I do think, you know, one mistake that I do see people make is just trying to check that off the list and say, okay, well, you know, we had a table at the local 4th of July parade or something. It's like, okay, but who was, who was there representing you? Was it someone sitting in a chair behind the table waiting for people to approach them and ask questions? Or was it somebody out there engaging and handing out branded tchotchkes and, you know, interacting and starting conversations with the kids walking by? Or, you know, was it someone who was really going beyond and not expecting people to come to you versus you going to engage with them? Right. And that's that's probably the key of when you're trying to identify that ideal franchisee. Are are they going to do that or do they have a plan to do to behave in that manner in order to get the success that both of you want? Exactly. Now, let's talk a little bit about ideal franchisee. Have you identified the type of person that makes a good buzz franchisee? So we, we talk about candidates who are passionate, hardworking, and driven. I mean, that's kind of the core of uh, the core traits that we want. You know, a, a certain level of business understanding is um, is ideal, but there's also, that's also a pretty trainable area. You know, we've got a lot of systems in place and we can educate on that. Um, I think it comes down to people in with our brands who um, are, are passionate about people and are, who are people, people, you know, and, and who can build those relationships. Those are the ones that are going to be um, successful. And then by each individual brand, um, there may be different aspects to, um, to the brand that appeal to different types of people. So um, for example, British Swim School, her mission really is about helping to save lives and helping to um, reduce the situations of of drowning across North America to uh, by helping people understand and learn key life saving skills and water safety skills and then um, learning how to swim and so the type of person that's going to be a great franchisee there is someone who you know maybe really enjoys working with kids or really feels passionate about a purpose driven brand and making an impact in that way in their community. Um, Pool Scouts, it may be someone who has a little bit more technical or mechanical interest or background or someone who wants to spend more time outside in what they're doing. Um, So it can it can vary a bit by brand as well. But I think the core of it really is about um, being hardworking, enjoying working with people and building relationships. 
And if somebody wants to learn more about the brands uh, and get on your calendar or somebody on the team's calendar uh, to have a more substantive conversation, what's the website? Yeah, so you can go to buzzfranchisebrands.com, B-U-Z-Z, Buzz Franchise Brands, and that's got links to all three of our different brands. And from there, you can fill out forms to get in touch with us. And we'd love to share information with, with anyone about our brand. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thanks so much. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.